Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Symbol Podcast. We are Symbol Athletica, the brand of the purpose-driven. We stand for people that stand for something. Symbol, a representation of meaning. Athletica, our idea that culture is built around movement and challenge. Movement and challenge. Does that resonate with you? Well, if it does, we believe that if there's anybody with the capacity to change the world, it's people just like you. My name is Earl Mann, and I am thankful to be your host today, and I thank the universe for bringing me your way. Well, hopefully I am welcoming you back to Symbol Athletica. Welcome back to the conversation. And if this is your first time visiting us, well, welcome. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about leveraging dark energy to supercharge your fitness goals and plans. Specifically, those plans many of us have around weight loss and fat loss. And the good news is it doesn't really matter which dietary plan has captured your imagination and effort, whether it's keto, paleo, primal, South Beach, South Side of the Moon, Aquaman, seafood, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Because if you leverage, if you can find a way to consistently leverage dark energy, whatever you're doing is going to do better. Get ready. We're about to jump into this. Okay, before we get into the magic of dark energy and how to apply it, we must first review the basics, most fundamental law of fat loss, of weight loss. And I know this isn't something that people like to hear. They like to think there's some way we can operate outside of the laws of physics. It's like outside of the laws of gravity and do something really simple, really fast and have it be super effective because it works outside of the laws of physics. That's like levitation, breaking the law of gravity. So that's not what we're going to talk about. So first, we're going to just review quickly the fundamental law of weight loss, which is you must create and maintain an energy deficit to lose weight. Stated another way, you have to consume less energy on a consistent basis than you are burning on a consistent basis so that your body can use up the stored energy to make up the difference. It's not complicated. We know this, we just are walk around putting ourselves in denial because even kids know that if he has an empty wagon, pulling a little red wagon down the sidewalk and he puts three bricks in it and at the end of the day, he takes out one brick. He knows that there's still two bricks in the red wagon and it's a little heavy to pull. And if tomorrow he put three more bricks in there and at the end of that day, he took out one brick, he would now know that he has four heavy bricks in that red wagon and it would be even heavier the pull. Kids know this. We know this as adults. We just like to stay in denial that it's some other thing required to lose weight. But that's the fundamental law of the universe. So if whatever you're doing doesn't sit on top of that, you're just basically signing to levitate. 
You're trying to float through the air against the law of gravity. Okay, now, with that said and done and behind us, here's the dark energy conversation. So most people, when they commit, when they really commit to, you know, transforming their lifestyle so that the result of their new lifestyle ends up with them losing weight or losing fat, what they come up with is some type of plan. And a part of this plan usually consists of changing their diet to make it more healthy, but also burning more energy on a consistent basis, a workout plan, an exercise plan of some sort. Again, that energy deficit, you know, there are a couple of ways in the equa- you can affect an equation, right, to make an energy deficit. One is you can reduce the incoming energy and you can raise the energy burn. Most people that are really serious do a combination of those two things. They do both of those things. They decrease the intake and they up the burn. That way you get faster to the point where you can lose your, where you can start to burn your stored energy. We like to call our stored energy belly, love handles, thighs, you know, flubber, whatever we want to call it. But that's what it is, was excess stored energy. So when people create these plans, they have these these periods of energy, these, these things that they do to burn more energy that they focus on. And it can be intense or it can be moderate. It's all great stuff. It can be intense like running or swimming. It can be moderate like walking. Walking is one of the best things you can do as long as you do it long enough to have the effect that you want. But it's a great way to burn energy, consistent energy, and not impact the body in a harsh way. So most people focus on having some type of energy of, of top of, of energy plan. Let's just call it an energy plan, right? Then doing doing this day three times a week for this amount of time per session, an hour, half an hour, whatever it is, I'm going to burn more energy. So they're shining the light on this activity. What we're going to talk about now are the things where you're required to move that are outside of those areas that you're highlighting as being a part of your energy plan. You know, walking to the car, walking from your car to the office, you know, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking at the tail, the far part of the parking um, of the parking at the store, as opposed to the parking spaces that are closest to the business, walking to places that, you know, are five minutes away, as opposed to jumping in your car to get there in in three minutes you save your whole two minutes and burned up all that gas right and and help their con- and help the environment and did all that stuff to save two minutes right that's most of us we i get it but what i'm but what most people don't realize is there's a lot of opportunity to increase the energy burn in these dark periods these out of the light periods these periods that are not in your areas of focus that's what we're going to call dark energy and if you can think about it, just sit down and think about what can you do tomorrow without, in the course of the day that you're already going to have, doing, going to places you're already going to go. If you think about it, it, just by being aware that there's an opportunity for you to increase your, 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 your total calorie burn by the end of the day. Remember, it doesn't have to happen all at once in a sprint. It can just happen through the course of a day, but there are going to be multiple opportunities for you to do that. And if you're strategic about it, then this becomes very powerful. When you know that you're going to go go grocery shopping and you're going to park at the end of that parking lot, and it's going to take you an extra two minutes to get to the door, but that extra couple of calories you burn, it's going to add up.
The reason why the calorie deficit is so hard for most people to get over is because it's deceptive in its appearance. It's deceptive in its appearance. And what I mean by that is people look at things and they make a leap, a conceptual leap that's not accurate. Um, an example would be somebody may think that because they can eat a donut in 30 seconds, then, you know, they should be able to burn that energy off from the donut in 30 seconds. Now, people don't come out and say that, but they feel something like that because if they realize that because they can, just because they can eat a, a donut in 30 seconds, that has nothing to do with how long it's going to take to burn those calories consumed in 30 seconds off. And most people would be shocked. In fact, if you've never done this, I, I challenge you just to go walk on a treadmill and see how long it takes you to burn 100 calories. See how long that's going to take. And, you know, for most people, when you realize it's going to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes later, <laughs> depending on how fast you're walking. I don't even want you to run. Just walk and see how long that takes. And then keeping that in mind that it takes, you know, let's just say it took, takes you 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever that is. Now, keep that in mind. And when you look at the back of the labels of the food that we told you to do in, in, uh, in the podcast we had on um, fire, the fire within, where we talked about calorie burn and all that stuff, we tell you that you should always just look and be cognizant, be aware of what you're eating and what it's composed, you know, what it comprised of in terms of ingredients, but also in terms of calories. And now when you can equate calories to time, you're going to look at that food a little bit different. That donut is not going to be as inviting to you when you realize that, man, what you're really holding in your hand is almost an hour of your time. <laughs> you know, so some people, it's not going to be a deterrent to everybody, but some, for some people it will. And for those of you that really get into this and you really have the goal of making a difference, you really have a goal of losing that weight, or you really have the harder goal of losing that fat, right? Or you really have the more persistent goal of changing your lifestyle so you do both of those things, then these are the type of things you're going to need to think through and be aware of because these ultimately, these are going to be the things that drive your decision making. Of course, everybody likes great tasting food, but for some people, it's just not worth the cost. And what I mean by worth the cost, the energy cost, the time cost, because they know that this slice of cake that has 600 calories, they're looking at that's three hours on the treadmill or more. That's that's that's. You know, that's multiple hours on a treadmill to, to just to, to eliminate what it's only going to take you 10 minutes to consume. That indifference is the challenge. That indifference, especially in America, where we have a lot of processed foods, a lot of sugary foods, a lot of high uh, caloric foods. You know, uh, another, another insight you're going to get when you start to understand and look and try to make your energy plan together so you can better leverage dark energy is when you start to look at the calories represented in whole and natural foods, you're going you're gonna to instantly realize why eating vegetables and, and those hyper whole foods is better for you because you're going to realize that the calories in those types of foods are so much lower that you could never, you're not going to eat 600 calories from carrots and lettuce and, and greens. 
and that you just won't eat that much of it. You can't, you, you can't eat that much salad, right? But you can eat 600 calories in three minutes if it comes in the form of chocolate cake and a milkshake, right? Yeah, that's that's 3,000 calories. You, you know, that's thousands and thousands of calories, which, which are like for most people's energy plan, days and days and days to work that off. And because they never work at a deficit, which means at the end of their day, they've put three bricks in their wagon, but at the end of their day, they've only used one brick worth of energy, their wagon is just getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. And that's the American diet, that's most people's lifestyle, and that's the challenge that we all find ourselves up against in some shape or form. Most people have some type of physical goal. It's not just people that are perceived to be overweight, as everybody wants to make some type of change, usually to their health plan, right? So dark energy, dark energy is around you everywhere. Sort of like in the, in the world of physics, dark energy is everywhere. It permeates everything. It's what it's, it what's makes up most of space, right? It's everywhere. And you should take that similar approach with your energy plan. They're an unbelievable number of things, little things you can do to your day, to your add to your day, to increase the amount of dark energy you leverage into your calorie burn for, the one, for this one day. And in most cases, the little adjustments you can make will not put a dent in your lifestyle. You will still go to the same places you go, be the same places you plan on being, be there in the same amount of time. You know, the little adjustments you're gonna to make to adding these little dark energy burns are gonna be minuscule, minuscule, but they add up. The little bits that you add up through in the day are collectively adding up over the course of a week or even more collectively aggregating over the course of the month. And that aggregate dark energy burn over the course of 90 days, that's gonna be the secret to what really makes that other thing you're doing to lose weight, that plan, that food plan, and your workout plan, and hitting the gym and all that stuff, yeah, do that too, right? But that dark energy in the background, that big dark energy plan, that's gonna be the secret that makes your other plan work. So I hope this gave you something to think about. I hope it gave you um, little ideas of how you could adjust your personal plan to get more out of your day, to get more out of your current plan, and you will be amazed, especially if you start to track the burn, track the calorie burn. That's one good thing about modern technology and the iPhones and smartphones. You can see how much, you know, how many steps you take, how many calories you burn throughout the course of the day. And, and most people, you know, pay attention to those things for the hour they're at the gym. And I'm, t I'm here to tell you that if you increase those calories to burn outside of the gym, it's gonna, it's gonna magnify the results you get from the hour you spend inside of the gym. Dark energy, it's a powerful idea. It's a powerful thing, and it is a thing. <laughs> well, hopefully you enjoyed this conversation, gave you something to think about if you know other people that might benefit from the random conversations we have here in our quest to get better at stuff. Please tell them about the conversation here at Symbol Athletica. You never know. They might just vibe to the conversation of this tribe. I will see you guys on the next podcast.